0: like be good good five is like i don't take takes the edge off trust me i wouldn't give it to you if i didn't think you could handle it i have a pex pen so i don't know you might
1: might. (laughs) not tonight all right what's going on everybody how we doing we are here with two blacks and my name is cyrus wesson uh, I'm super excited to be here with all of you today. This is our hello, second episode. Hello, hello, hello. Who else do we have? Who else do we have that's just talking on the mic?
0: You know, I, you know I'm just kind of rude. I'm feeling a little rude right now. This is Malcolm Dotson. Yeah, I interrupted, but
1: I'm feeling pretty
0: good right now. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling, feeling good. good then? I'm feeling Why? good. I'm good.
1: Why are you feeling so good today? Right? Because
0: we have a very special guest. Yeah, I
1: just played footsies with him real right? quick.
0: Yeah. very special guest (laughs) this man is one of my favorite people at this nondescript japanese company and just in my life in general but um you know i don't think i'm doing him justice i think i should allow him the opportunity to introduce himself
1: wait i kind of i kind of don't want him to introduce himself yet let's take a little bit of time To introduce, once again, this is 2 Blacks and... 2
0: Blacks and what?
1: 2 Blacks and today we've got a transplant. Uh, Uh, This is is a podcast between uh, Cyrus Wesson and and, uh, Malcolm Dotson from a... That's me. Japanese Japanese game company.
0: company,
1: uh, Where we just talk about whatever we want to talk about. Whether that's life, uh, video games, women... Transplants. Love, love, transplants, America... Uh, racism, it doesn't really matter, you know? We're not
0: getting that heavy, don't worry guys, we're not getting that heavy today. Not yet, not
1: yet. Tune in for season two. We'll
0: work our way up to it. Yeah,
1: we'll get to it, we'll get to it. But, uh, uh, yeah, so we've got, we've got a transplant here today. Uh, one of our favorite people. Um, and I'm so happy that you took a, took some time to not say your name because I definitely wanted to give you the introduction that you deserve. Uh, Terry is here.
2: Yay. Hi everybody. I've been so waiting for this. Oh <laughs> my God. I was supposed to go to the toilet, but now uh, I'm
1: on the podcast. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah nice I'm Terry. <laughs> Ah, Terry, if you want to go to the toilet, you're more than welcome to. Or I can hold
0: it. Don't worry about that. Oh, this is a long podcast, buddy. (laughs) Uh, Okay, I'm looking forward to this. (laughs) We'll do brief updates for the ladies and gentlemen at home on Terry's bathroom status. Uh, I think that would be a nice little interesting thing to pay attention to.
1: I agree with that. I agree with that. Terry, uh, this is two blacks and a transplant. So how long have you been in California?
2: Uh I would say roughly 10 months. Yeah. I I've been here roughly 10 months. It's a long time. Wow, I didn't know that. That's See? a
1: long time.
0: <laughs> it is a long time and that's I think that's the very first clue you have that he's a transplant. Not the amount of time that he's been here but the fact that he didn't just round and say almost a year. That's
1: true. That's true. I, yeah, that's oh. true. Yeah, that's yeah, true. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
1: And where are you coming from, Terry?
2: I um I came from Tokyo, so um, we're all working for this uh, um, non this re- re- Japanese, Japanese gaming, gaming company. company. So I came from Tokyo from the uh, very
0: headquarters of this company. Cool. Oh. And how how was it there? Describe describe your time there.
2: Well, it was a very uh, fruitful three years, and I met a lot of people. Um, this company, uh, it was my It was literally my goal of actually being an employee of some company, so I made it. I was so excited about it, and I had a wonderful three years.
0: So now you're done. I mean, really, what else is there to do? You hit your goal? I mean, you can just call it quits now.
2: Well, at the very moment of me being exhausted on some of the things, they sent me here. Well, that's a new start, so... Wow. Ah, ah
0: yes, we are the vacation division after all. It <laughs> it's is.
2: It is. <laughs> uh, Except the fact I'm working 200 percent of what I did in Japan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's a great vacation, right? <laughs> Excellent vacation. I mean, you know, we are all about the work ethic here at this nondescript Japanese game company
1: where we use Clorox and toilet paper. Once oh. again, you guys, we are looking for sponsors for Two Blacks and, uh, you know, any anybody who wants to sponsor us, we are open to you guys coming on, on the podcast. And Oscar
0: Meyer, I'm looking Oscar at you. Oscar
1: you know, any, any light bulb company, we're looking at you guys, so let us know. Support these guys. Yeah, yeah, we Come have on. fun. Now, uh, <laughs> Terry. <laughs> <laughs> Terry, so glad that you could make it over uh, to, to Black's End. Uh, I want to dive a little into into your history. Um, sure. That's what that's what we, we like to do here. Yeah. Um, you are not originally from Tokyo. Correct? No, I'm
2: Where not. Where are you from? I was from China, the mainland China. I, I was born there, was re- raised there until 18 I was, and then mm. went to college in Japan, in graduate school in Japan, and then went to this company. So, that's my life.
1: What's graduate school in Japan like?
2: Well, I haven't been to anyone in either China or America, so I cannot do the comparison, but my university was kind of a hybrid between Japanese culture and Western culture. Mm -hmm. So, it was pretty much something interesting to me from the very start of it. And it proved me that the years there was very interesting. And that's what made me like here, what I am now, so I loved it.
1: And were you always able to uh, bridge that gap between Chinese culture and Japanese culture and American culture? You seem, you know, when, when I first met you, you seemed like you were able to really jump into American culture very, very quickly. And I think that that's because you were coming from mainland China where you jump into a a Japanese game company um, and assimilated there. So talk to me about that assimilation process. Talk to me about how those cultures were disparate and different and uh which one you enjoy the most for certain
0: things? yeah any issues you had even the good parts bad parts we want to hear at all we
2: want to hear it all well um i'll say my life was what well, first of all my life was uh pretty lucky so i didn't actually uh um meet these kind of difficulties between different cultures so mm. um everybody i meet in all kinds of cultures were very nice to me. So that was a lucky thing. I've heard very much a, a kind of stories that's horrible and I didn't want to hear about that. Uh, but that, that never happened to me. Oh, um, I don't want to hear about it. Oh, we'll we'll come, come back to it later. We'll so, bring on a new guest. <laughs> we'll come back to it later. So uh, for me, um, uh, I think I have to thank my, my, um, my dad for this one. So my dad was... Um, um, English and Chinese uh, interpreter and he knew English very well so he taught me a lot of stuff when I was mm. very very young and I have been uh, going to international schools all my life so um, I've I've had so many chances to talk to different people from different cultures and culture difference wasn't ever um, a thing for me so usually um, I just talk to everyone that's I, I don't matter if you speak French I don't matter if you spe- speak English I just talk to you and that turned out pretty well for me and then I decided to go to Japan so as I, as I said before my my university was kind of a, a hybrid between Japanese and Western culture so uh, all, all of the courses I took in half of them in Jap- Japanese and half of them in English well wow. for the English courses Damn. We had a lot of people from, I would say from my university, we had people from 90 different countries and regions, so we all mixed together and it was a good mixture of us, so yeah. That's probably why I could tap into to all these different cultures very soon. It's a
0: real crash course on culture. I mean, I can't imagine being in a class where I had to interact with people from ninety different countries. There may have been people from ninety different countries in my classes, but I didn't have to talk to any of these people. I didn't know Joe from Sally. I mean, really, this is blowing my mind. Wow, well, that's to true. People no. now. <laughs> true. <laughs> Still looking for sponsors.
1: Still looking for sponsors, though. If you put "sponsor" in the email title, uh, we will respond to you. Absolutely. We promise. We promise. So, what was that? What did that uh, uh, allow you to do, Terry? From having those types of uh, uh, education, upbringing, how did that allow you to assimilate even better to this type of this type of nondescript Japanese? Game company and uh, coming over to America.
0: I mean, honestly, because hearing that your father was an English Chinese translator puts so much more into perspective for us. I mean, honest. when I, I had first. No idea. I had no idea, but when I first <laughs> met you, you I thought that you months. went to school. <laughs> High school, maybe, or spent a couple of years in the U.S. because your English ability was so much better than I want to say ninety-five percent of the people that I had run into.
1: Ninety-nine, honestly. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's so.
2: That's so. Honor to hear about that. Well, uh, yeah. Well, when I ampered this uh, nondescriptive, the Japanese gaming company, they also thought that I had experienced living in in the U.S. before. But I, honestly, I told them I had never lived in the US. Mm. Well, the first time I came to US was the first business trip when I first entered this company. Mm. So, yeah. Uh, I would say what made me um, what I can do now is probably when you're living or studying in an in environment that's so mixed of different cultures. It makes it literally a small society that you see the, how the world becomes and mm. how the world is operating right now. So you see so many conflicts between cultures. Well, that happens all the time. Well, I, 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 I would say that just happens every day. Um, the thing is that y- that turns you... Well, first of all, it makes you see so much that you don't see in your nature life. But at the same time, it makes you understand that the only way That you can understand someone, whether you speak a language or not, doesn't make a difference. It's Mm -hmm. just your understanding of the person that's standing in front of you or not. Well, that makes your heart bigger. So things you might see as anxious or like you don't like it, you Mm -hmm. probably see, oh, it's not a big deal. I can deal with it. Wow,
1: that was knowledge. Mic drop. Uh, We're not gonna drop this mic because it's way too expensive. (laughs) But uh, yeah, wow, Terry. Thank you so much for for honestly bringing that to the table. That was
0: eye opening.
1: (laughs) I don't know how to even follow that up.
2: (laughs) Man, it's just it's just life. Yeah, you see so many different stuff um, in life. Women. Ah, well, segue. right, <laughs> oh, right. That's 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 probably for me. That's eighty percent of my life. Oh wow! <laughs> if if women disappear in my life, I uh, what
1: would we do? Honestly,
2: you agree with me, right?
1: That's uh, well, I'm a I'm a horn dog. Right? <laughs> Cyrus
0: <laughs> is far past the eighty <laughs> percent. Far past. I, I
1: have a problem.
0: <laughs> yeah, that makes the What about you, Malcolm? Uh, I'm an alien, so I don't really count. I would say my motivations don't necessarily align with the common man. So I'm going <laughs> to sit on the sidelines for this one. Uh, let the experts speak on this topic. But I, I'm always willing to learn and... Just take it all in.
1: Hashtag a lady for Malcolm. We're doing this campaign. (laughs) Um, It just started today. So let us know if you want to meet this man, this financial advisor for this nondescript Japanese game company, uh, because he is ready. Um, can we quickly oh. take a shot? Can we quickly? Yes, that's yeah, right. Definitely. We are drinking on this podcast because this podcast is all about being free. Uh, but we are drinking soju because Terry, Terry is here. Terry, how do you say your last name? Fang. Fang. Terry. Bang. Fang, Terry Fang. is, Fang. is here. Fang. Fang. Fang Yeah. Fang, Fang is here.
2: Hi, hey everybody. All
1: right. Shot. Nice shot
2: yeah.
1: All right, women. Ooh. Maybe I should stop doing that. I don't know if the mic is picking it up. Um, no,
0: it lets our audience feel uh, the passion the that we passion have about these topics.
1: Surpass. Feel the passion. Feel the passion. Um, no, this is something that that we can all we can all talk about. Um, you know, Terry, we Malcolm and I <laughs> went over to Japan uh, not too long. Oh
0: ago. boy, um, did we? Yeah, yeah, did. Yeah.
1: And, uh, uh, Japan was an eye-opening experience for me. Now, I started off, uh, when I was six, five years old, watching Ranma One Half. That was my deep favorite cut. anime for a long time. That's right. As deep, deep, deep as we can go, honestly. What else you got? Akira?
0: Wow. <laughs> wow. All these old We can, we can old go as school. deep as you want.
1: We can go yeah. as deep as you want. But that was, that was my, that was my upbringing, right? And... At the time, I had an older brother, shout out to, to my brother uh, Philip Wesson, who uh, was going over to Japan to do a study abroad program.
0: Mm-hmm. And he
1: came back. Lovely. And he knew Japanese super well. Uh, he was trying to teach me at the time. When you're a little kid, you're able to soak all that up. Now I only know Ohio gozaimasu and, <laughs> <laughs> and like maybe Watashi Wa. That's all I know. So. What does that
0: mean for our listeners out there? Because, you know, they may not even have that elementary level on Japanese.
1: True. Uh, they're trying to make fun of me because they both know Japanese.
0: I, I, do, I... Not know Japanese. <laughs> I do not know I Japanese. I do not know Japanese. I know no Japanese. No. No. Oh, uh, no.
1: I just said, I just said, uh, thank you. And, um, uh, my name is, and good morning. Um, but, uh, yeah, so he came back, right? He came back from Japan, tried to teach me some Japanese. He was making me Okonomiyaki and we were watching my one favorite one dish. Together. Um, mm. now fast forward to me working at this nondescript Japanese game company and we got <laughs> to go over to Japan. Uh, Which was amazing. I've been trying to go there for so long and it was just an incredible experience We all got to go Uh, a lot of the people at this company got to go. We got to hang out with you Um, Terry showed us a, a lot of what we could do. So talk to me real quick about about those differences in culture and and your cultural habits, right? I know that you're living now in in California um but in tokyo terry you would come up to me wearing like some fly ass shorts and some timberlands and like this super nice jacket and and here you're wearing not to not to hate on it, but you're wearing this Jake sweatshirt from Adventure Time. So you know, talk to me about how you feel. It's very
0: swaggy, ladies and gentlemen. Don't let Cyrus downplay this swaggy Adventure Time sweater.
1: All right. Well, Teach is on. I'm gonna buy one for Teach. <laughs> um, but talk to me about how you feel in either place. Um.
2: Well, I would say first of all, now I'm living here. What I have noticed that is that. Um, well, America's true freedom, so everybody
0: doesn't.
1: Ooh,
2: care, hell yeah, uh, brother! Hell yeah! Yeah, Donald exactly. Tom,
1: we are looking for sponsors, <laughs> but not you.
0: I don't know. <laughs> I'd take a small loan of a million dollars. A
1: small loan of a million is is the is the minimum. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> true. true.
2: America, hey, true yeah. freedom. Yeah. America's true freedom. So, um, people here are uh, like act just acting what they are, just like the true of themselves so sometimes for example you don't feel like oh it's not the day that i put my makeup put my high heels on it's not the day oh, i real. just put on the that's
1: that's what I say
2: exactly day. that's just my oat jeans and my sneakers i can just go out i don't care nobody say any fuck to me about that treat
0: yourself
2: yeah exactly well The difference between American and, I would say, Japan, uh, China, all at the same time, Asia, is that um, in that specific region, I I don't know about the others, but in that specific region that I have been living my whole life, 95% of my life in that one, is that people do care about what the others think about them a lot. Mm. Mm. That's even more important than um, who they truly are. Um so they'll always put something on them than the truth themselves. So that's why when I go to Japan, well, for me, I personally don't care that much, but the thing is that, um, I feel more motivated to like would express myself more like into the fashion kind of sense. Um then here is that here nobody cares we just do whatever we want, and nobody will say anything about that, well, especially the bad things they'll they will they will do a compromise on you, but it's not about bad things in Japan. what happens is that when you do something that's pretty different um they will, they won't say it out loud, but they'll discuss about that, and eventually they'll come back to your ears and you get heard sometimes mm. yeah.
1: Is is that why uh, you don't normally see people acting like me in Japan where they sit in their bed and order uh, sandwiches from down the block because they want to represent themselves outside in the street? Yes, I've done that.
0: Be your best self.
1: Pop sandwiches, looking at you. Uh, Shout out. Sponsorship. Sponsorship. (laughs) Um that's that's really interesting to to dive into because when when we were out there i definitely felt like i was outclassed every day um and you know there we were obviously in a very commercial uh district but it felt like everybody was putting on their best self every single hour of the day and it was it was wild it was wild to see um you know, out here, and that's not to say that people people don't show up and and outclass out here in in California. I mean, I know plenty of stylish people, but it just didn't feel the same. Yeah,
2: it's kind of a custom custom in in especially in Japan um, that you when you go out meet people, even even if those people are just strangers, you just pass by them and, and never see them again. You still need to show the best of you out. And in front of all these people, um, I don't personally know why that is, but it's the cousin that, especially for Japanese female, it's it's what they do um, in that country. Japanese well, females. on the other side, for beautiful. us guys, that's a great thing, right? I love we, it. It's don't it's it's stop. a great great thing. Don't ever stop. Um, it's beautiful. But when it's when we have to put on those <laughs> on our shoes it's it's pretty tough i don't want to think about that so
0: honestly it was pretty eye-opening when we were there for me to see people walking around either super dressed up or the people who uh, i would say comparatively weren't as dressed up all had masks on and i had no idea the first day i was there that the reason people were wearing masks was not because they were sick that's the American mindset that you have when you go around and you see people wearing the masks on. You're thinking, oh, they're sick. They're being considerate. They don't want to spread germs. Holy they are shit. wearing masks because they put on no makeup that day. I that's no an easy idea. day. That's Malcolm, no
1: way.
2: Malcolm,
0: who really? has lived in
2: Japan for some quite a, quite some time, has to the truth. What? I can say definitely that's what happens in Japan. Ah. Uh, I am not Japanese, but I live in Japan for 10 years. That's what I do in America as well. Uh, I just I just can't how do that. It's for example you, know, you see something that's not supposed to pop up on your face, and oh shit, this thing is not getting out for like three or five days. What I do? I put on a mask. I can't
1: handle this. Are you serious? The, I had no idea. This is, is a way why? of
0: life. This is a thing that happens.
1: Oh, my God. I had to
0: ask my friend. Shout out to my best friend. Stayed with him when I was there last during the last trip. Mm. Stayed with him and his girlfriend. And mm. sometimes we shout would go out. out and uh, the guys, I mean, we could just throw on whatever we want because we're dudes. It doesn't really matter. And if we were just go- making a quick 10-minute trip to the convenience store well you know it's not really worth it to put make do yourself up and put on all your makeup she would still do her hair and then she would put on a mask and it blew me away the first couple of times i was just like i didn't know you were sick are you okay like you don't have to come with us and my friend pulled me aside and he's like no she's fine uh we just wear masks if we're not gonna go all out and i felt like i had like a galaxy brain like my head exploded moment and I mean, it's
1: exploding now!
0: It's incredible.
2: When you go to Japan and take all uh, the trains and metros, in to- for example, in Tokyo, you see probably half the people who's on the train wearing masks. Yeah. You can see how this is a culture in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's quite not easy for uh, the foreigners under- to understand about them.
0: It's yeah. not even something that... I we would think it's weird or it stands out but it's not something we would judge it's just our natural inclination is when we see those masses it's just like oh that person is sick or they must not be feeling well is yeah we understand that it's an act of consideration but from a different meaning it comes from a different place when we see it it is.
2: And I also have found out that the masks sold in Japan and in America are so different.
0: They are incredibly different. We... In Japan,
2: it's mm-hmm. like tissue they use. It's mm-hmm. very soft, it's very thin, it fits your face and still shows the shape of your face, which mm-hmm. is a very good uh, decorational item. Well, One of
1: those delicate no. features. Exactly. <laughs> While well, in America,
2: in Well, we're living in California, so um, probably some of you know that we had uh, a big firework. Yes, we did. Is it called uh,
1: firework? We had a fire. it's a fire. Yeah, it's not firework. It's a fire. Once again, we've got Terry on two blacks and the transplant. Keep going. Yeah, yeah. So um,
2: when uh, this fire happened, our um, non-descriptive Japanese gaming company um, sent out... Some, um, masks for us to wear. And those masks, wow, those were like those you see in in, in Resident Evil, oh, all those kind of games. That shit was real. Exactly. Those are real like dust proof masks I never seen in my life in Asia.
0: Ooh. Ladies and gentlemen, these were industrial construction masks with cloth version. This was for people who paint all day, You know, they don't want to inhale the iron in the paint. This was some real, like, next-level shit. This wasn't just your basic cloth mask. It honestly scared me more than the fires themselves and the smoke. I was like, I know breathing smoke in is bad for you, but if they're handing this shit out, I might just... Are we in an apocalypse? Do I need to stay home? It was. It was not good.
1: To be fair, we had the worst uh, pH balance uh, in the world for a couple days there, but we did. Yeah, it was because of the fires, and it wasn't because of nuclear bombs or anything like that. <laughs> not,
0: this not, this did, not this time.
2: Not this time. Yeah, it did look like a, it's it's the apocalypse of, of life. It uh,
1: did, man. Yeah. Honestly, like when you just start playing a game like Resident Evil, and then you walked outside during that time, it looked the same. It exactly did. the same.
2: <laughs> Mirror wow! Image. Image. I was in the game. Wow, uh, that's so, so <laughs> cool, but scary at the same time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, uh, how about taking a second shot? Oh, of the all problems. of this perfect timing. Perfect timing. Perfect timing. Cheers! Cheers. Cheers.
1: Oh, so
2: then,
1: Terry, I've got a, I've got a couple questions, yeah. um, uh, regarding regarding Japanese and then or Japan, and then we're we're gonna move on, um. One thing that I noticed was that not just the women, but the men also looked like they were trying to impress every single day. And uh, one thing that I kept on seeing was a specific uniform, which was in the train stations, which was a white button down collared shirt and uh, black
0: pants. <laughs> the salary man. The, salary, the salary man, man image. Right? Why,
1: why is that, why was that a, a, such a staple when you don't even see that in, in BART stations? Like, people are constantly, you know, obviously they're gonna wear whatever, whatever uh, official getup they can. Usually there's a, there's a suit attached to it, but um, it's never that uniform here in America. So, uh, can you talk about that?
2: Well, I would say from my s- standpoint, oh, uh, go, Sorry, that's, that's go good. Away. Wow, that's <laughs> good. We're, We're buzzing, we... ladies and gentlemen. We're, We're open, free-flowing. Laugh. <laughs> <laughs> We're good. Yeah. Uh, um. So, back to the topic.
1: Terry just pulled out a receipt, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know what that receipt is for, but... Uh, it's a very salaryman outfit. He's <laughs> prepping yeah. this
0: conversation ahead of time. Yeah.
2: Well, um, you have to... Can be very prepared for the things you talk about. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh,
0: Honestly, uh, I'm still thinking about it, so I'm just trying to make some time for me. No, we're vamping. You know, (laughs) we're buying time. Keep thinking. We're just flowing. You know, we're keeping it alive. I think I'm ready. Um, (laughs) There we go. Yeah. Um, From
2: my um, point of view, I think there are basically two things that um, are is behind this uh, phenomenal kind of thing. Um, one of the things is that culturally Japanese people are very collective kind of uh, uh, of uh, of a people. So um, when somebody does something, usually it's gonna it's gonna be from one to a hundred, and from a hundred to ten thousand some kind of thing so um one thing that pops up
1: sorry i can't do math in my head that's okay got it got it got
2: it, got it. i'm sorry i'm sorry it's probably exponential it's <laughs> exponential. exactly
1: <laughs> no i get it what you're saying yeah the minute that somebody does something and it's accepted yes. it becomes a grander
2: thing It's also um one of the uh reasons that um all of the uh, all of the advertisements uh, commercials that's uh, done in Japan, you never see a random person. It's always someone that you know very well. So Mm. when people see somebody famous or very, um, um, you know, with um, some kind of authority that does it, people start to follow that. So that's probably one of the reasons behind. The other thing is that um, most of the traditional Japanese cultures require that in that um, specific situation. So Boo. whether whether you meet a customer <laughs> or not, believe me, that's regulation you have to follow in Japan. Well, adding to that, um, the thing that people wear those kind of a uniform as a suit, a white collar and a jacket and black pants, is that if you do that kind of a uniform, it's considered as a uniform, which means... You don't have to change every day. The oh, other no, I don't like the culture behind of that. that is that if you work in a Japanese company, usually you have to change different clothes every day. Why is that? It's because if you wear the same casual kind of outfit to um, the company, they will think that you never went home, which means either you had... Some kind of a lovely relationship, a
1: lovely <laughs> night with a lady. Ooh, love hotels. We'll get into that later. Yeah.
2: Or you are a person that doesn't um, care about your personal, how to say that? Hygiene.
0: Hygiene, hygiene yeah, probably best yeah. word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's wow. what I'm kind of sheer. Did you know
1: about that, Malcolm?
0: I knew a little bit I definitely didn't know the love hotel part I have actually heard that the reason was uh, the uniform because you can wear if you wear the same clothes every day and you're not in uniform I've only heard the positive side of it which is wow they must think I'm such a good worker because I wore the same outfit meaning I never went home and I just stayed and slept at my desk bullshit <laughs> yeah that is definitely bullshit but uh, i've only heard the idealistic mm-hmm. good part of it i've never been there to hear or experience the seedy darker undertones to some of that stuff
2: well just to clarify that comes from my very short three years of working in a non-descriptive uh, japanese gaming company so that might not be the whole case but that's
0: how i see it which well,
1: is a perfect segue. Sorry, what were you guys saying? I was just going
0: to say Terry is the most qualified person in this podcast to speak about any of these things. So, ladies and gentlemen, I, I'm deferring to his standpoint because I've never worked in Japan. I don't know about you guys.
1: That's true, although Malcolm knows Japanese better than most people that I know. Anyways, uh, um,. That leads us into uh, a perfect segue to talk about China because I know nothing about China. Today. Yeah. How long did you live there for?
2: 18 years.
1: And what? Uh, what was the craziest thing that you did there? Let's go there first. Yeah. Wow. Well, to
0: be fair, he was a child because okay. I'm assuming it was the first 18 years of his life. So I'm not sure. Well, that I did some this...
1: crazy things when I was 15. I yeah. jumped off a roof. That's, you guys know about that
0: but I, that's I, child crazy that's
1: not it's true. adult crazy I haven't heard of that
0: story I
2: yeah, want to listen
0: to that
1: yeah, later I, I jumped off a roof at my school and and hurt myself but it's it's okay we don't have to talk about me um it was after you can't pique our here, an, you, you can't, can't peak our interest here, right, right. After, I'm the
0: audience after a,
1: a, a showcase I jumped off a roof uh, I was I no let me let me back up my hmm. friends and I walked up to a roof, uh, during a showcase, Mr. A showcase uh, Ryland was there, <laughs> shout, out <to> Ryland. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to my roommate Ryland, he was there, and, uh, we, we went up on this roof, and then we were called down by, by one of the lead teachers, and there wasn't a ladder, so I jumped, naturally. And, uh, I've to a banister Ooh, and hurt my. My, hurt my private parts. But Ooh. they're all in working order, ladies. Um, that was a long time ago, so let's go back to China.
0: I'm still reeling from that one. Can we, yeah, can, we can we just have a sh- moment of silence for the image let's I just had let's to see? Let's, let's take a shot. Let's take a shot. First shot, 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 baby. Let's take
2: a shot. Cheers. Oh, that was a lot of information. Oh, oh. That's so,
1: China, you live there for Yes, yes, I did. How is it different from Japan?
2: Uh, I would say um and especially in China did you oh uh, I lived in uh, regionally. I, I, I was born in the in the City called Shanghai, that's probably what everybody knows. Oh, the
0: small one, yeah. Uh, uh,
2: small
1: city? No, no, that <laughs> yeah, was yeah, drunk sarcasm. Yeah, it is, oh.
2: yeah, that, yeah, that, it is. It is. Uh, but I was, raised, <laughs> I was raised in a city called uh, Nanjing, which is uh, a little bit smaller, but it used to be one of the capitals of uh, the old China. Um, Malcolm just
1: put his hand on his heart like it hurt his, his soul to hear that. Why?
0: Let's not talk about yeah, that. Yeah, we're, we're not going to. has a
1: long be. lost lover in Nanjing. If he's uh, not going to talk about it, I'm gonna make well, up stories.
0: Why would you do that to me? <laughs> How could you know? I've kept that We've been secret well had for
1: a long time. That's right, Malcolm Dotson and I are brothers. Uh, that's why we're doing Absolutely. this Team black Sand podcast. You guys just didn't know. You're the first to hear. Uh, Don't tell my family. Yeah, please. Keep on going. You were born
2: in Nanjing? Uh, I was born in Shanghai, but I was raised in Nanjing. So uh, I I stay most of my time in Nanjing. I loved it. It was a a nice city. Um, But my uh, relatives are all in Shanghai, so I visit them sometimes. Um, it's a very different culture. Oh, well believe me, China is as huge as the United States. Uh, there's so many different cultures, so many It's different
0: larger, people. ladies and gentlemen, in case you don't uh, know. Just a, bit. <laughs> a tiny
2: bit. <laughs> just a little bit. Oh it's it's uh it's it's almost the it. same, yeah.
0: China? Yeah. This, this is untreaded waters for me too. Yeah. I'm learning.
1: Love to learn about it in, in uh, American history. Uh,
2: according to my knowledge in high school and junior high school, which is probably ten more years from now, where I am, um, yeah, that's what I heard. It's uh, uh, the, the two countries are having uh, pretty much equal size. Um, I don't know. Anyway, anyway, so my point is that uh, saying um, China is and uh, United States are pretty big countries, so um, you go it's so in china we have different provinces just like uh here you have different states each um, mm. state you have different culture um so my uh the place i i came from shanghai and, and uh, Nanjing, were pretty very similar in the same same area um so those two are um, pretty similar in culture but with the other side of the china it's it's pretty different and i don't know anything about it. <laughs> oh <laughs> well that's uh I have I, and I I will definitely explore explore more after uh, when I have more time on that anyway um uh, so let's get back to uh the most the craziest thing what I the have craziest ever thing done you ever did
1: until in China. 18 until 18 years old
2: in China yep
1: uh, I jumped off a roof no <laughs> yeah yeah <Just> yeah <laughs> In yeah, China no, so please no. <laughs> <laughs> so please beat
2: that. Uh, we'll come back to Malcolm Dotson afterwards. So it's oh, my man. part, the third, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wow. specific. Mom. Yeah, that's the third. Um, so for my part, um, I for for seventeen years and a half, I was acting as a good child and a good student. After. Acting, acting yeah that's
0: merely pretending biting his time for yeah. the right moment to strike. exactly
2: to throw exactly off, mm-hmm. that's the time you have to endure everything and Ooh. prepare for success um anyway, <laughs> i am so curious don't anyway, let me down anyway and in in the last half of oh year my God, of my time oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, you'll come to it um so, the last half year of my life in China, um, I, I have, I have oh, all of my uh, path for the next uh, period of my life has been decided, so I mm. didn't have much to do. So, I didn't go to school, and uh, I was thinking what, what I should do and decided to go for a part time job uh, for the last half year of my high school.
1: Were you a stripper?
2: dead. I couldn't. Oh no! Oh, I'm almost sorry. dead. No. <laughs> I, I I eventually had a chance to do it, but I couldn't. So uh, <laughs> I went to an American bar that was in Nanjing. Um, it had uh, American owner. So I uh, went there for uh, I say, um, can I just work for half a year just to practice my English and on the uh, it was actually mm. the owner was an uh, American guy, but the uh, there was her, uh, and that was his fiancee or girlfriend, I don't know. So she was there, mm. and she said, Yeah, you can work here. And she was very nice to me.
1: Oh, okay, mm, sounds like a girlfriend.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that, that's what that that's what I'm seeing. Yeah,
2: so that was also uh, that half year was pretty crucial to. How I know about American culture and other
0: part of the Western side of the world. Um, a and great also, place to learn about Americans is in an American bar.
1: Absolutely. Exactly. We are exactly. For <laughs> this next shot, it does not and, get any
0: better.
2: And the good thing about this bar is that in China, um, gambling is officially banned. But this bar is that a good thing. Talk to me. No, I was saying, I, yeah, yeah,
0: listen to me, listen to me.
2: This bar had a table for gambling.
0: Well, mm. specifically for cards.
1: Oh, I see. Good thing
0: about the bar, not about China.
1: Right. We're a little slow right now. No, exactly. Kids, okay. go and gamble.
0: No. Nope.
2: And they also Don't do it. did some much kind much of a grass. So, well, basically, they're doing something illegal, officially. Well, mm. and I went in smart.
1: So, I was acting as
2: a waiter at the okay, time. Okay. Um, I met so many different people. Uh, I met people from America, of course. I met people from England. I met people from Australia. I met people from Georgia.
1: Georgia? Georgia. Wow, the country yeah. Georgia. The country mm-hmm. Georgia. Ukraine, wow. Italy. Our sponsor, our potential sponsors. Our sta- special- yeah, 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 exactly. Fingers
2: crossed. <laughs> So those guys taught me a lot, and also those people live in China for a long time, but they never have a wife. So what they do is they My heart. they have a lot of girlfriends, uh, Chinese girlfriends. Uh, uh, who well, well, those girls want to hang out with uh, Western people, so yeah, that makes it a good couple. Uh, anyway, the thing is that, is that they <laughs> never have only one. Oh, oh shit! shit. They never have only one. Mm-hmm.
1: So you see... I learned about that in Round
2: 1.5. You see... Oh, I, educational. <laughs> I saw a lot of soap opera in that bar.
1: Wow. <laughs> i still try to get to the craziest thing we did.
2: There comes the craziest thing. So they bring their girlfriends to the bar and they have fights. When they have fights, usually the male leaves the bar and uh, leaves the girl in the bar so they have no one to talk to oh terry is playing the game they talk to who the only waiter in the bar
1: mr Oh, Fang.
2: i was 18 and these girls were probably in their sophomore or junior time in college
0: so oh shit punching up Go get him, Terry. Oh my
1: god, I'm gaining so much respect for this man. <laughs> Once again, you guys, this is two blacks and a transplant. Uh, super excited to be here. We're super excited to talk Ooh. to you all. We've got Terry Fang in the building who is telling us about the craziest thing that he did in China. Popping please, off. Please keep going. Okay.
2: Okay, no
0: problem. Uh, We're all set. No problem. (laughs) So. For mature audiences only. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We'll cut this part out later. Uh, Cyrus, when you hear this clap, go ahead. You can edit this part out, okay? And. Okay, go ahead, Terry. (laughs) Okay, so um, they have no one to talk to, so they talk to me. And
2: uh, uh, it's. Probably one of the things I, uh, one of the talents I have in life that I'm not intention to do it, but oh, you eventually
1: so many people. <laughs> I'm <laughs> one of them. Is that what you're going? And for? I'm a straight male. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, um, the the result is that we get pretty close. So it's like five or six girls getting very close to me. It's like I I'm I'm in the bar every day from Monday to Saturday. So it's. Well, sometimes you see both or triple of them in in the bar, but I never get bored in, in the bar. Uh, the thing is that at the same time I had a girlfriend,
1: Terry. <laughs> this gets so good. Oh my god! This is amazing. Keep going. I had a girlfriend too. Uh, we broke up. <laughs> 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 Ladies.
2: <laughs> well, um, so I we what. Well, the thing is that we were pretty pure at the time. I didn't do anything to those girls, and they didn't do anything. Well, they proposed and they didn't to you.
1: do anything to you. That was the right yeah, thing to say. Yeah, 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 <coughs> uh,
2: yeah. You know, there were there are occasions, but we didn't do it. So, um, but the thing is that sex. S- no, 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 no. That was none of that. That was that was kind of a request that I didn't do it yeah. at this point. But none actually, you blew it. I didn't do anything and they didn't do anything but the thing is that those girls started to bring my name in front of their oh, oh my no. god please
1: Woo. say you got into a fight Woo. almost
2: well it's we cannot call it a fight it's just massacre it could become a massacre
1: well because just, you just are know, fucking these dudes up <laughs>
0: That was incredibly insensitive. i the one them up. No, no. Actually, I was... we
1: have it Man in the building. <laughs> <laughs> Man is Terry Don't piss me off. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, the thing is that one day, starting from a Georgian guy, I mean, he started to talk. We never talked. I never talked to any person who's not ordering food or drink in, in the bar. But this one day, this Georgian guy started to talk to me and he was saying, now, can I have a minute? And so I said, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. What do you want to talk? What do you want, sir? And he said, um, can you stop fucking my girlfriend?
0: Oh, my God. He just
1: and hit you, you with it. And he slapped him in the face and said, bitch. <laughs>
0: your Put girlfriend.
1: girlfriend Whatever I want.
0: Your girlfriend. In you ja- are in, confused. In
1: Japanese, of course.
0: In, in China, yeah. Well, Japanese in
1: yeah.
0: China. How do
1: you say that in Japanese?
0: Uh, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, we we don't know Japanese. We already said it earlier in the out, podcast. <laughs> it's strange that Cyrus is asking us this, but I think it's just because he is incredibly drunk.
1: <laughs> I wish. I yes, wish I was but still drinking. Drunk. We have a lot to go. <laughs> still no. drinking. No. Yeah. Don't yeah. To stop.
2: Yeah. That was the start. So. Uh, okay. Uh, what did you say? I, I was shocked, so I was saying, sir, I don't understand what you're talking about. And he said, don't fuck with me. Get your hands off my girlfriend. Wow. And I said.
1: And you slapped him in the face. <sighs> he, no, was,
0: he, was, he was probably 6'5", so at oh, that yeah. time. I, I was, Terry, was, you're 7'4". 4". It doesn't matter. True. Yes, you heard that right, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen. Terry is seven foot four.
1: Seven four. That's right.
0: Yao Ming, we're looking at your records, buddy.
1: So he said he said, stop fucking my girlfriend. Yeah. And you said.
0: I said, what do you
2: want to order, sir?
1: <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, this is Blacks and we are looking for sponsors. We got Terry Fang in the building. Yes, absolutely. That's what you said. I don't even want to hear the ending. I don't want to hear
0: it. I don't want to hear it. That was the perfect story. Oh
1: my God. I think we ended there. That's right, you guys. We will see you all next time. Super excited to be here. Super excited to have Terry on. Terry, thank you so much for coming.
2: It's my pleasure to be here. Well, would that be another episode for me? We might need to do
0: a part two.
1: I think that we'll need to have a series. Let us know if you want a series in the chat. Um, I know this isn't live, but let us know if you want a series when we post this uh, with Terry Fagg, Two Blacks, and a Transplant. All right, y'all. This is Cyrus Wesson,
0: Malcolm Dotson,
1: and yeah, the guest Terry.
0: Signing later. off. Peace.